Welcome to our sermon this morning. It's great that you're with us. Our focus today is our new start. We are valuable. You are valuable in God's eyes. And it's an important thing for us to to remember that God sees us as valuable. Sometimes as Christians, we we don't have that perception. We have a, a different perception because we do sin. We do stuff up. Our life's not perfect. But here's the truth. If you read scripture, you see God loves us deeply and he sees us as valuable. And we're going to look at one of the texts in a few moments of what it means for us to be valuable. Let us pray. Gracious Father, we thank you for the wonderful gift you have given us of life and the opportunity to worship you and to reflect on you. And we thank you for the message that you love us deeply and that you do see us as something valuable. Lord, pour down your Holy Spirit on us. Open up our hearts and minds to hear from you, to have our ideas about you shaped by you, but also to shape us so we reflect who you are in the world. Loving Father, we pray that during the next few moments, you bless not only bless us, but you help us and empower us and equip us to be the disciples and the people you've called us to be. In Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. Somebody once said that value is in the eye of the beholder, and that's obviously true. If you look at what's on the screen at the moment, you'll see a bowl, and that bowl doesn't look like much. And in fact, for someone, what didn't appear to be worth much, it was sold at a garage sale for $3. But the person who bought it fell in love with it and liked it and had a special place on in their house for a while on their mantelpiece and showed it off. Some people scoffed at it and said, what do you got this old bowl here for? But the person enjoyed it and then thought, one day, it looks like a bit of art. I might just take it to get appraised. And so he took it to Sotheby's auction and got it appraised. And to his amazement, he was told it was worth $300,000. Not bad, hey? Paid $3 and you got $300,000. I wish every garage sale I went to and spent $3, that was the result. What about you? But the story even gets better. Sotheby's assumed that the galleries around the world would pay $300,000 because there was only one other bowl similar to that and that had been in a, a museum in London and that was the value that that museum said it was probably worth. However, when it went to auction, it sold for $2.2 million dollars. Somebody highly desired it and saw it as valuable. Probably encourages to go through your cupboards and think, have I got any of those old bowls and could they be worth anything? Or when you go to a, a garage sale, has I've got something that could be worth something? Well, here's the message that I'd like you to think about. Go and look in the mirror. Go and have a, a look in the mirror at yourself. And do you see someone who's valuable? Well, the message is God does. In our reading today, amongst a very heavy reading in some ways, there are three important verses for me and you to remember. And I invite you just to to recall those. Jesus says, Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? Yet not one of them will fall to the ground outside your father's care. And even the very hairs of your head are all numbered. So don't be afraid, you are worth more than many sparrows. 
as we think about this text, uh, I invite you to ponder on two things because we're going to go a bit deeper into this text and this text is not just about being valuable but it means it's also about how do we live as valuable people in a world that doesn't always see Christianity as being valuable. So there's two things I invite you to ponder, to think about, to reflect on. First of all, what does it mean for you that God Almighty, the creator of everything, knows you intimately and cares specifically for you? Over the years, I've read a lot of leadership books and one of the stories that keep popping up from some successful leaders, particularly leaders of large organisations, is that they know their staff, even their casual staff, their cleaning staff, the staff that others wouldn't seem as so important, as valuable. They know them intimately and they care for them. And so what does it mean for you that God Almighty, creator of everything, knows you intimately and cares specifically for you? And the second question is, what have you learnt and what can you learn from Jesus about facing difficulties because of your faith? You see, as valuable people, sometimes we can live in the world and when life is not going right or problems occur, we can think that we're not so valuable to God. But the truth is we are. And so what have you learnt and what can you learn from Jesus about facing difficulties because of your faith. When we talk about being valuable, it's a very essential concept to understand that as people, God sees you and me and everyone else as valuable. And he sees us as valuable no matter who we are, no matter what we have done, no matter what we know, no matter what we have, no matter what our background is, God continues to see us as valuable. But not only that, he not only sees us as valuable, he sees us as valuable not to get something from us because often people will see people as valuable because there's a potential they could get something from them. That's not why God sees you and me as valuable. He sees us as valuable because he created us And so we can continue to receive his love forever. And I encourage you to think about that concept. From time to time I meet with people who are struggling in life and struggling in faith. And often for some of those people what the the challenge is, is they don't think they're worthy enough to be loved by Jesus. They don't think they're going to be worthy enough to be loved by God. And so they worry is, will they be in heaven? Will they be part of God's family? Have they done enough to prove to God or have the past mistakes in their life made it impossible for them to be with God forever. Well, the good news for me and the good news for you and the good news for them and the good news for everyone is that God sees us as valuable, not based on what we've done or what we haven't done. He sees us as valuable because of Jesus that Jesus came into this world and took our place on the cross, paid for our sins. And if you think about it, that's how much God sees you as valuable. He was prepared to let his son die on the cross for you because you are valuable to him. 
And God does this not to get something from you, but simply because he wants you to know that you are loved by him. And so what might it mean for us now to live as people who are valuable? Remember these verses are not two sparrows sold for a penny, yet not one of them will fall to the ground outside your father's care. And even the very hairs on your head are all numbered. So don't be afraid, you are worth more than many sparrows. I love quoting this voice from time to time, especially to our older gentleman who may be a lot short, less hair than I have, that God knows every, every hair on your head and some of you make it easier for him than others. But the truth is that God knows everything about us. He knows not just every hair on your head, but every hair in every place of your body. He knows you deeply. He knows your thoughts. He knows what you're going through. And importantly, when I read scripture, what's been helpful for me is to understand and know that God understands that I'm going through trouble and that he is with me. Sometimes we can forget about that, can't we? We can go through the challenges of life and we actually wonder whether God still loves us. But when we open up scripture, when we engage with God, we see he still loves us and he's helping us through those troubles. Now, one text that's helpful for me on this is from Romans chapter 5, verse 8. God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So we are valuable not because we've proven something to God, not because... We have something to offer to God, but because we need God's love, he treats us as someone who's valuable. And so remember that throughout your life, you are valuable to God and he wants to love you deeply. So being somebody who's valuable, what does it mean? What does it mean for your life now as you live your life Well, keep that as a foundation that you are valuable to God. That even though you mess up, that even though when you look in the mirror in the morning, it might look that great. Even though that you may have worries or flaws that maybe no one else knows about, but you know about. Remember, God still sees you as valuable despite all those. A bit like that bowl. Many people bypass that bowl at the garage sale. They weren't interested in that bowl even at $3. And yet it was valuable. Somebody saw it, not because of the potential money they could make, but because they they liked the look of it and put it on their mantelpiece. And it's only later that they discovered it was valuable to others. But being valuable to God leads us somewhere. It leads us to learning from and reflecting Jesus. From verses 24 and 25 of today's reading we hear, The student is not above the teacher, nor a servant above his master. It is enough for students to be like their teachers and servants like their masters. One of the things that strikes me about today's reading is that when I think about the story of Jesus, we remember and we know that Jesus, when he came into this world, he didn't have an easy life, particularly near the end. In fact, he encountered difficulties and punishments for us, for me and for you. But Jesus 
didn't surround himself with kings or make, try to make it easier. He came to serve. And it's an important lesson for me, not just as a pastor, but as a Christian throughout my whole life, that part of my life is about just serving like Jesus served. And so I encourage you to think about this. And it's also connected to last week's reading in somewhat. It's what have I learned and what am I learning from Jesus? When you engage with the scriptures, when you read the stories of Jesus, what have you learned? And what are you learning from Jesus that affects your life now? Think about his attitude. Think about his words. Think about his actions. Our call as disciples is to continue Jesus' mission, his salvation mission of helping others know God, know God's love. And so part of that is about us reflecting who Jesus is. And so being valuable to God leads us to learning from and reflecting Jesus in the world. The next thing is being valuable to God that means, also means, leads us to sharing what we have received from God. As we said last week, freely we have received, freely we give. Well, in today's reading, we hear this. Jesus says, what I tell you in the dark, speak in the daylight. What is whispered in your ear, proclaim from the rooftops. Do not be afraid of those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. And so when we think about what we've learnt from Jesus, also think about what have you learnt from Jesus that will help others to know God, to know his love, and to help them in their relationship with God. One of the joys of being a Christian is the opportunity to share how much God loves people, particularly when they have a, a different perspective, or I'll say a non-biblical wrong perspective of God. Often I encounter people who are starting to seek and explore who God is. Their understanding of God is that they've got to do a heap of stuff to prove to God they're good enough. Or they've got to pay for all the sins they've done wrong. Or that God's going to punish them unless they do all this stuff. And there's many religions like that that are based on you must do stuff to get in God's right side. But the God we have that we know through Jesus is about grace. It's about what God has done for us. And because I've learned that, because my parents, my Christian upbringing, my community of faith upbringing has continually reminded me of this grace of God, it's something I continually share with others. But it also affects the way I treat others and how I respond to others who may be in need. So I invite you to think about this. Is What have you learnt from Jesus, particularly his grace, that will help others to know who God truly is and in their relationship with God and also help them know that they too are valuable? The next thing in being valuable to God, and this is important, and I think Jesus is one of the most honest salespeople, if you want to call him that, when it comes to be, come and be in part of my mission, is that being valued with God does not stop the difficulties in our current lives. And in fact, 
what Jesus highlights today, it can actually cause some of those difficulties. If you read through the stories of Jesus, and if you read through the early church and the epistles, what you see is the, the message is, come follow Jesus, but don't expect an easy life. Come follow Jesus and expect to have trials and troubles. Now, I think that's a, a good news message for us in one respect. I'm, I'm not a masochist. I don't want problems and trials. And my wife will tell you that when problems and trials come because of faith, I don't always handle those the best way I can. I don't enjoy those. But this news is like a warning sign. It's, a, it's, a, it's about saying, come follow me. And I'm going to be honest that you're going to experience some challenges. Listen to what he says in verse 27 and 28. And then verse 34, he says, Do not be afraid of those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Rather be afraid of the one who cannot destroy both body and soul in hell. And then in verse 34, he, he continues and he says this, Do not suppose that I've come to bring peace to the earth. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. The reality is that when we have lives as a Christian, it gives us a different paradigm, a different way of thinking than those who do not follow Jesus. Life is not about you or me getting what we want. It's not about us having a nice, comfortable life to the exclusion of pushing other people aside. It's about us being like Jesus. It's about us relying on what Jesus has done for us. It's not about our performance of how good we are, but it's about how good Jesus is for us. And so being valuable at times can result in people opposing Christianity because they feel threatened. They've lost control because That's what it means to be a Christian, is to allow the control of your future to be in Jesus' hands and not yours. And this can cause difficulties and people can oppose it. Also about being a Christian is about a call to love others and to live in particular ways. And so this can at times cause troubles and difficulties. But the good news is that God hasn't deserted us. He walks with us and will help us through those difficulties. And I'm not going to find a different text, but probably that text that I keep repeating, Psalm 23, reminds us that even though I go through the darkest valleys, the most difficult periods in my life, the Lord is with us. His rod and his staff protect us. And so if you ever have encountered difficulties because of your faith, if you ever face difficulties or face oppositions, don't allow those difficulties to put you off your faith or put you off sharing the good news with others. And that's what Jesus' message is for us today. Remember, God is the one that ultimately gives you the future. Put your trust in God. Yes, you may encounter some problems on this earth, you may lose a friend. And in fact, I've, there's been a couple of people that I was good friends with who don't speak to me too much now that I'm a pastor. They're not total enemies, but I, I miss their friendship. However, that's their problem 
and I continue to reach out with it to them because one day I'd love them to know how much God does love them. And the next part of being valuable to God means we don't have to strive for life because Jesus has already given us life. We don't have to keep working hard for life to make life happen because Jesus has already given us life. From verses 38 to 39 we hear, Whoever does not take up their cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds their life will lose it, and whoever loses their life for my sake will find it. Now it sounds like we've got to go through all this stuff to earn our relationship with God, but if you look at that text closely, It's about relying on what Jesus has done for us and about reflecting Jesus. It's not about creating our own destiny. It's about trusting in the destiny that Jesus has made possible for us. And so I have a question for you to to think about, to contemplate, and, and I encourage you to contemplate this question regularly. Is how is your relationship with Jesus giving you life? Not just in the future, not just what we often refer to as the eternal life and you know, we, we, most of us could easily say, oh, Jesus has died on the cross and he's given me eternal life, which means I'll be in heaven forever. But also, how is your relationship with Jesus giving you a life now? How is it shaping you? How is it affecting you? How is it forming you to be a person who humbly serves Jesus, who serves others, who shows love, who takes what you've been given from Jesus and allows others to receive it through you. And think about how might God be wanting to use you in the situations you're currently in so others get to know that they are valuable, just like you know you're valuable. You see, being valuable to God means we don't have to strive to get something from life, to to create life. Because life, true life, has already been given to us by Jesus. And so as we think about our lives as Christians, let's remember that we are valuable. But not only are we valuable, so is everybody else. Now from the world's perspective, from people who don't believe in God, they might not see you as valuable. They might not see the church as valuable. Remember though, value is in the eye of the holder. And God sees you, sees the church as valuable because of Jesus. And the message we take with us wherever we go, to the people in the world we interact with, is God also sees them as valuable. And he has proven this by sending Jesus in this world to suffer and die for us so we can know his love. May you live a life knowing you are valuable. Yes, you've got flaws. Yes, you're not perfect. Yes, you sin. But remember, God still sees you as valuable. Somebody he wants in heaven. And that's why Jesus came into this world for you. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks for the wonderful gift of a relationship with you. 
We thank you that you always see us as valuable despite our flaws. And we pray that your Holy Spirit be with us, that you continue to shape us and you help us to reflect Jesus amongst the people we live with. Lord, I also pray for those people, particularly those people we know, who don't see themselves as valuable. May they hear the message of God through us and through other Christians, that they are valuable and God has proven it to them by sending Jesus into this world. Help us as Christians and as a church as we encounter difficulties. Help us not to lose hope, but to trust you. In Jesus Christ we pray. Amen.